Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the season finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So let's get into it. So before we even begin recapping, you know, I have to admit, I had some issues with the season finale and the series altogether. I do recognize that both WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier both were impacted by the pandemic. Certain plot points were either changed, modified, or removed altogether. But for me, I just feel the stakes in this series were a bit lackluster. And now that we've completed the second release of Phase 4, WandaVision being the first, I've come to determine that the Disney Plus series may not have as much impact as I initially thought. Now, when Disney Plus announced their lineup for Marvel shows in 2019, Kevin Feige led us to believe that you would need to have Disney Plus to really understand what's going on in the MCU moving forward, which wasn't a problem for me as a Star Wars fanatic as well as a Marvel fanatic. I was going to get Disney Plus anyway, as it was going to be an exclusive place for the movies as well as these shows that I were extremely excited for. Production went underway and then the pandemic hit and really wrecked the world. So we understand that there was a ton of reshoots and certain aspects were removed or modified. But you can really see it in these first two excursions from phase four. There were some elements that had to be removed and I think the series were worse for the wear for that. But don't by any means get confused that I think these shows were bad. They were both good in my opinion but could have been better if they had more time and weren't restricted by the pandemic. Let's get into the recap and the review. The show starts off where the previous episode left off. Sam has now received his cool Wanda, uh, Wakanda created upgraded Captain America suit and seeing him zoom in in red, white, and blue was pretty awesome. We got a taste of some of the cool things that the suit can do, such as additional red wings, as well as what I can only assume to be a vibranium lace costume and vibranium wings. But we didn't get to see too much of what the suit can do. And I think that was because they wanted to really highlight Sam's evolution with the shield. I also know the creator of the show really wanted to curb the gun violence. But to me, my Winter Soldier, my Bucky, going in straight hand-to-hand combat really doesn't make sense when even before becoming a Winter Soldier, when he was just a soldier, he was a weapons expert. Bucky had guns that even Rocket Raccoon coveted. So seeing him continuously going this mission with leather jacket and just a vibranium arm, even though he's a super soldier, didn't really make sense to me. Also, Sharon Carter, what a waste of opportunity. She was always an interesting character, and in the comic books, she has an amazing history, but I feel like she's been misused and forgotten time and time again. And with this evolution of what they've done with her character, I don't know if I'm the biggest fan. So before we even continue, spoiler alert. Sharon Carter is the power broker. Which, oddly enough, she was introduced on the episode called The Power Broker. Everything led us to believe, but a lot of us, including myself, 
still held hopes that she was not who we thought she was and that the character of the power broker would be someone that we really wanted to see. Rumors of Curtis Jackson, Red Skull, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross all came out, but it turned out to be Sharon Carter. She shows up at the scene using the old Black Widow mask trick from the Winter Soldier, which I feel was an awesome callback. But overall, it just felt a little deflated, and I can tell certain plot points of her storyline were certainly altered. Carly, on the other hand, has become exactly what Zemo predicted, more and more extreme. And you can see the dissension even in episode four and five when she really started to go off the deep end and become more and more extreme in her quest. But now she really doesn't care who lives or die. And she even tells Walker in a later confrontation that she really only cares about lives that matter, which I felt was a very on-the-nose head when we're talking about Black Lives Matter and things of that going on in society. Uh, But her whole goal was to just take over the GRC and, and keep them from passing this bill, which to me made no sense because even if you kill one politician, it doesn't mean that someone isn't going to step in to their place. So I definitely had some issues with the Flag Smashers and the way that it were portrayed in later episodes. The post credit scene from the previous episode also gave you the feeling that John Walker was about to go in pure antagonist mode with his homemade shield that it looks like he ordered from Wish.com. But somehow, he goes on a quest for vengeance where I thought he would be the one to ultimately kill Carly to giving up that vengeance and heroically saving lives and being accepted by Sam and Bucky. The whole ending sequence really gave me Die Hard vibes, Dark Knight vibes, so I could see influences from a ton of action movies. Earlier with Lethal Weapon, we saw some influences of Die Hard, we've seen some influence of some of the Bond movies, and it looks like they were having a really good time with what they were doing, but it also led to some really sharp contrast from episode to episode where we really didn't have the full vibe of what the show was supposed to be. Ultimately, Bucky, Walker, Sam, and Sharon, to some extent, saved the day by defeating the Flat Smashers, more specifically Carly. And then we also saw the show end with not only Sam taking on the mantle of Captain America, which we pretty much knew since the end of Avengers Endgame that that was going to be the case, to not only becoming Captain America, gaining the respect of everyone and showing how good he was and that Steve's choice to make him the next Captain America was the correct one, but he even gained the respect of Isaiah Bradley, who was super anti-patriotic with no blame to his self for what has been done to him and him getting a statue in an exhibit in the Smithsonian next to Steve Rogers. So that was pretty cool. Sharon got pardoned and got her role back in the CIA and she may be the big bad for this series moving forward as she is the power broker. And she mentioned that, hey, while super soldiers may be off the menu, they're going to have a ton of government secrets, weapons and things to share. She's working with someone, and I'm interested to see who that character is, and I still wouldn't be surprised if it turns out to be Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. So let's dig into the good, bad, and ugly. The good. Sam is clearly 
qualified to be Captain America, and I'm excited to see him take a leadership role in the Avengers moving forward. His suit is cool, and it shows that Steve made the right decision by picking him to take on the mantle. He's proved time and time that he's a good man. The bad. The bad of this show is that the states seem to be missing. We do know that originally it was supposed to be some type of global virus that was supposed to be a big, major element of the show, but that was removed due to the pandemic, which left the subplots of just her trying to unite people really clunky because who would be against that? That should be the goal as a world to come together. So I think that was a little bad. And the ugly. The ugly... There was a lot of ugly about this show, but in a good way, if that makes any sense. I was glad that they did not shy away from a lot of the racial injustice and inequality that goes on in today. They talked about, in some ways, the immigrant issues that we have in the United States. So that was interesting. We also talked about and didn't shy away how the American government has not always been a pillar of honor. The way that they have experimented on people of color, such as the Tuskegee experiment, but modified in this version of the world for the super soldier experiment. So it was a good ugly. But ultimately, I can only give this episode a three out of five stars. And I give the series overall 3.5 out of five stars. It was good, not great, just like WandaVision, but a worthy element of the MCU and something that I would definitely recommend watching. But I think with these Disney Plus shows, we may need to temper our expectations for huge revelations into the MCU. I think that's going to be reserved for the actual movies, the true moneymaker for Disney. So overall, three and a half for the series, three stars for this episode. We do know that there will be a season two. We saw the title cards change to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So I thank Disney for great world building. Uh, But moving forward, I would like the states in the MCU for the Disney Plus shows to go both ways. If we can see a crazy element like Avengers Endgame, I would like to start seeing that happen in the Disney Plus shows and reflect on the other shows, which I think when we start getting into season two of some of these shows, We'll see that a lot more. But right now, I think they're establishing characters and it really feels like it's the Disney Plus shows are more of a side quest to an awesome RPG game and not really the main course. But hopefully we'll see more back and forth and more elements that impact the overall MCU happening at Disney Plus. That's all we have for today's episode. Just a quick, brief uh, recap and review of the finale of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in under 12 minutes. I appreciate you all for listening. Please like, subscribe. Also, Down in the Den visual is up at YouTube on Mars Entertainment. That's M-A-R-Z Entertainment. E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N-M-E-N-T. I shouldn't have to tell you how to spell entertainment, but just in case. So as always, I thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with the Mortal Kombat review a little bit later. And uh, we'll also be talking about the show Invincible once we uh, once the season finale has taken place. We're going to recap the whole season in one, one big, long, extra episode. I've really been digging that show. 
But as always, once again, thank you for listening to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars. I'm out. Deuces.